What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday, I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry, where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go. Sports is one of the best ways to connect with other like-minded people and keep us healthy. And I'm so excited to introduce a tech entrepreneur who's helping others create an impact in their communities through making sports activities more accessible and generate revenues from it. He is one of the co-founders of Game on Active. Game on Active is a startup that it may sound familiar because I hosted one of the other co-founders uh, a little bit ago on uh, the Halftime Snacks. It is a startup that is on a mission to get everyone playing more sports by making it easy to book venues, organize events, find games to join, and find other people. So allow me to introduce the other co-founder, Gerald Asante. Gerald, <laughs> man, welcome to the Halftime Snacks. How are you, man? Good, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I've been looking forward to this. Man, this is like, you know, you're famous, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> no, Gerald, I mean... I've been following you, as I said, on LinkedIn and Twitter and all the content that you put out. So I'm super excited, you know, to have you on the on the halftime snacks. And, you know, I always kick it off with a fun icebreaker uh, to get us talking. So the one I prepared for you is that I want to ask you, what is your favorite TV show of all times? My favorite TV show of all time? I would say The Office. I love The Office. It's, so it's quirky. It's funny. Um, so I, I, I can watch it. Uh, every single day and i would not get tired of it <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a great one my favorite one is westworld not sure if you're familiar with well, it I mean, uh, yeah, I've, HBO. I've seen that yeah yeah that that blew my mind and uh it's my favorite tv show of all times but good to know the office you know the, the, the thing with the office is that i've never seen all of it like i've seen you know chapters here and there because right. the good thing is that you don't need any context of the previous episode to understand the, the episode that you're watching. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of it as well. Um, Gerald, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here in the Halftime Snacks. We're going to be discussing so much about you and about uh, Game on Active and everything. So, but what about we, we, we start, you know, by understanding who you are. Tell us a little bit about you and your background. How are you tied to sports? How are you tied to technology? And also how you got tied to Game on Active. I want to hear the story because it's, I think it's a very interesting one. And, uh, and the listeners would want to understand how exactly you got there. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and, and again, thank you for having me on. You know, I've been looking forward to this. But uh, yeah, I, I'm Gerald DeSante, co-founder of Game on Active. Um, I grew up in Brooklyn. Um, I was, uh, you know, went to Fordham University, uh, got a computer science degree, um, started as a tester and then eventually made my way into product management. Um, and um, I would say about 2017, um, I was in London actually there for work, working there. I, I was there living there for uh, almost a year. And uh, throughout while I was there, you know, I, growing up, I've always loved playing basketball, right? It's my, my, it my favorite sport. Um, and um, 
I was in London and I didn't really know anybody. It was my, I think my second time there. Um, that's certainly my first time there as a long-term uh, resident, but my second time there. And I was looking for sort of like friends to make and like hot play basketball and also use it as a way to work out, you know, because I hadn't worked out in a while. And uh, one day I was uh, uh, at a barbershop. I had just got a new haircut. You know, I don't have a haircut now, so no, ignore my, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I was I was on the way home and I, I see these guys with a basketball just heading to the, to the, to the, to the tube. And uh, this was, I think, in Hoxton. And one of the guys was uh, was Jimmy, my my co-founder, and and, and, and Fab was, uh, my, our former co-founder was, was there as well. And um, I immediately ran to them and was like, hey, guys, where do you usually play? I've been looking to play basketball all week. Like, where are you? Where do you normally play? And they were a little uh, startled because they were like, what was this random guy asking us about basketball? <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, um, and Jimmy handed me this card. It was like the kind of like a card with like a link to like where to go and sign up for the next game. Uh, I think they played it like every Wednesday uh, night or Tuesday night. And so immediately I go home and I, I go. I check out this web website and it's kind of like a map with like dots on it. And it's like, Oh, this is where we sign up. These are our games. And it was like maybe two dots on it at the time or so. So I saw that and I thought, Hey, this is an excellent idea. I mean, I've always been thinking about something like that, especially since I moved to London, I was like, well, it would be great if there was an app where I can simply just go on and play basketball and, and look for people to play. Yeah. And so when I saw that, I was like, the, the light bulb clicked, the light bulb clicked. And I was like, you know what? This can be better. Like, how can we make this better? And you know, so so I sort of started wearing my product management hat a little bit, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I put together like a wireframe of like a mobile app and like how it could look. And at the time, Jimmy had already launched like a beta version of Android, um, and so I, we didn't have the iOS yet. So I was like, you know what? Like, hey, so I put this wireframe together. I go to the next game. I played a game. It was a great game. You know, great guys. Met some cool people there. Um, and after the game, I pulled Jimmy to the side and was like, hey, man, um, I love what you're doing. I love the app, uh, but I think it could be better. And I show him like the wireframes on my phone and show him like how this can be. And he was kind of like blown away at the time. And <laughs> he was like, you know, man, we should talk. We should, we should work together. You know, we can make this really big. And uh, yeah, fast forward to now, we've been together for like, what was it, five years now? Uh, so yeah, it's been a long journey, a long, gruesome journey. I mean, the pandemic certainly didn't help, but you know, um yeah <laughs> wow that's uh that's amazing story it's how batman met robin you know complemented each other perfectly <laughs> and it's crazy because that that was you know pure luck i would say it's not that like you met a specific place or something it was just you know pure luck luck of you know meeting up and and seeing seeing each other and seeing how you can you know build up on top of what they've done already and add value to them and <clears throat> you know since the last time that we spoke to jimmy that uh, which which was uh june 2021 a little bit over uh eight months already um i want to know what has changed what are some of the different updates probably are, of course the the listeners wanted to learn what has uh been developed over there at game on active since since the last time so maybe share with us what has changed uh, throughout these eight months? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think uh, maybe about picking off the conversation we had with Jimmy uh, several months ago in, in June, um, at the time we were, uh, we had just came up with a, a new strategy of how to sort of really grow and, and build our sort of like um, platform, right? And um, one of the biggest problems we realized running the app, uh, the Game on Active, which we call Game on Active Connect now, is our, our front, front facing app is, 
we had uh, we had a lot of players on it, but there were a few games because because the, a lot of organizers couldn't find places to book to to play to host these games, right? Um, so there were very few facilities that were allowing you to book online. Uh, some were very bespoke, or some were very um, um, offline. I know maybe a phone call, an email to to book slots, and it was very difficult. So we were like, hey, what 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 would what if we made it easier for people to book online, and we made it easier for these sports facilities to take their sports facilities online at a very low cost? So we we're like, hey, maybe we should build a, a very uh, sort of easy to use, simple solution booking management system, and that's that that comes in uh, game on um, active operate. Um, so around uh, uh, middle of pandemic, uh, it was a twenty. Uh, a couple of months ago, uh, we decided to raise the first round of funding uh, from our friends and families. Uh, and honestly, we were blown away by the level of support that we got from them, man. It was incredible. Um, you know, I had friends just reach out like, hey, man, I'm willing to chip in if you guys, you know, if you guys want to have me, man. So it was incredible. So we had some great investors um, invest in our company and, uh, you know, invest in us, right, as, as founders. And we, we, we were able to raise a significant amount of money. Um, um, and um, we almost, our target was like 100,000 100, uh, pounds. Uh, and I think we almost reached that um, uh, in the middle of a pandemic, which was very difficult to do, right? Um, so uh, we did that. And then in June, you spoke with Jimmy. And we, at that time, we were sort of building out what Game on Active Operate is. So I'm sure he didn't mention, well, he didn't mention too much of it. Uh, but um, so now I'm, I'm happy to say that, you know, we've officially, we launched it in, in November. Um, you know, we built our first MVP of the Game on Active Operate, a very sleek system. It's very easy to use. And it's really built for schools and, and, and low uh, local community centers and even uh, uh, big chain uh, um, uh, leisure centers can even use it, right? So it's, it's very sort of like um, all-in-one tool that they, you can use to list your facilities and immediately take your facilities online um, if, you're, if you're a school or a local community center or a leisure center. And I want to pick your brain now as a, as a product manager that you are and ask you more around like how the product works. Is there like a platform where facilities just go in log in or sign up, uh, add their location, add the characteristics, add the times that were, when they're available. And then this shows up on the, on the customer side, you know, on the player side, they can see how many spots are available there. What times on, what times the, the, the court is available. How exactly does it work, Gerald? Tell us a little bit more about the logistics behind, uh, the, the process of both signing up as a facility and also making it available for customers to play. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, the signing up is actually very simple on the facility side. So, a, so to start from there, um, you can easily go on as a, um, a facility manager or let's say a head teacher or, you know, and, and really put your facilities on immediately. And it takes usually a few minutes, couple of minutes, no less than 10 minutes to get started. Right. And how incredible is that? Um, so in less than 10 minutes, you can let, get your facilities online and have people see it. So what happens is you go on there and you list your facilities, you, you add your organization, you set up your payments where you want to receive payments when you, people book your facilities. Um, and you, we also have an opportunity for you to add your staff. You know, so a lot of facilities have multiple people managing it. And so you can add your staff there and, and give them certain permissions. And we have a, have a calendar where you can see your incoming bookings, you can see a booking list, you can add customers. So. Uh, one thing we realized a lot of facilities have existing customers. So how do you bring them on, right? Um, so we have an opportunity for you to add existing customers and 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 bring them on and send them an invitation to book online. Um, and then maybe to shift to sort of the customer side, 
uh, once a facility is listed, uh, the facility or a manager has a can turn on can turn on the facility immediately, which means it goes live immediately and people can see it. And on the customer side, we have a customer platform where customers can go on based on your city. You can go on look for uh, facilities around your in your city, book them, and get started literally in less than three minutes. Right. Um, <laughs> so you can say, you know what, I see this facility it looks good. It's near my house. I'm going to book it. How much is it? Oh, it's 40 pounds an hour. Okay, great. I'm going to book it. Um, I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, book it, secure my spot and uh, and get ready to play. So it's really like Airbnb for sports facilities. If that's what we like to call it. It's like Airbnb for sports facilities because it's that easy, right? And the most amazing part about that whole experience is when as a facility manager, you're, you have immediately get access to our thousands of players that we already have in Connect, right? Which is incredible because... As soon as you go, you go live, you, your, your facility gets exposed to a thousand of players in our app who are already using it to uh, play sports. So those people can go on, they can see facilities, they can book it, and it's really that simple. And so you, you're almost like doing the marketing for you as a facility. So you don't even have to do your own marketing because immediately you get access to thousands of customers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really incredible uh, when you when you think about it. And uh, yeah, and, 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 and if you go into Connect, you can, and I, actually before we even started, we um, had a feature in Connect where you can, uh, uh, where people can, um, if you, let's say, if you were used to booking a certain facility, you can say, hey, I would like to book this facility online someday. And a ton of people were, were uh, turned on this feature that, hey, I love this facility. I love, I'd love to book it online, but it's not available to me at the moment. So um, we got all this feedback from players. We knew that this was a real problem to solve. And, and so we, when we, you know, we built Operate to, to, to really solve that. So yeah, it's, it's been incredible. Sure. And I mean, you, Gerald, you've, you've, um, you've been doing this, this work on marketing and on the product side and everything. Um, but you're also based in New York, which is not where the, the app is operating. And I find it fascinating because it's just proof that we're moving forward. The, more, the world is moving forward. We can start uh, and build, <clears throat> build startups and build companies, you know, with people from all over the world, which is amazing. And I, I'm, I'm sure like all the listeners and I'm curious, how exactly do you do it? You also keep a side job um, and you and you keep keep it up with the game on while you're in New York. So I want to maybe like talk and, and hear on how you do it. How how exactly have you managed your time to execute and know what the priorities of Game on Active are, how you keep in touch with Jimmy and the team. Um, so tell us a little bit more about how you've been executing your role at Game on Active, even from New York. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, it has, it's been certainly, you know, I, I love how you say, you know, like this now and day, you can really work from anywhere and you can sort of contribute and add value from anywhere, right? Around, across the world, which is incredible. Um, and, you know, thanks to technology. Um, but I think it, it also has its challenges. And I, and I, I try to be in London as often as, as I can, um, you know, but as an early stage startup, where it's really about the hustle and the grind. So it's really about, you know, how do we, how do I, from a far away, how do we sort of, how do I tell a, a, a story of, of, of Game on Active and what we're trying to really do? And that's really what our marketing is curated around, right? It's like telling a great story. Um, and so if you look at our, my LinkedIn, it's always about, you know, I'm always telling a story about this or that or how Jimmy and I met or, you know, just always sort of sort of crafting a story to, to really get uh, people engaged with us. And, you know, I think marketing, the way I see it now is really about, look, I, 
it's it's not about when people think of companies, they're thinking about they think about people behind the companies, right? It's not really about the company itself. It's about who are these people and can we trust them? Um, and so, how do you trust person by? It's really telling the story and getting people to know who you are and getting people to know what you guys are like. Why did you build this? Like, why 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 do I care? Why should I care? Right? As a, as a customer, um, so if you can tell the story and sort of put yourself in front of your company and really tell your story, it really it reflects back on the company and what you guys are building and, and just sort of builds more of a genuine trust between you and your customer. So that's really what I've been trying to sort of hone in on, um, both on the operate side. Uh, which is this complete B2B sort of uh, focusing on school leaders and the facility managers, et cetera, versus a connect side, which is more players, basketball, um, you know, uh, organizers, coaches, trainers, et cetera. Um, so it's, 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 uh, it's been, a, there's been some challenges. I mean, you know, Jimmy and I try to catch up uh, several times a week. Uh, you know, we always sort of, you know, we brainstorm, we have like a, um, we have a board uh, or, or sort of a management board where we, we sort of manage what we're, our tasks and what we're doing. And and so, but, you know, there's certainly some challenges with, with us not being in the same uh, 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 country or city, but um, certainly we try to make it work and we try to hustle as much as we can. And, and you know, um, I, and Jimmy, you know, is a trooper, man. I mean, he's a, he's on the ground sort of like running games and doing a lot of different things, you know, running our tasks at the same time and, and, and you know also managing sort of inquiries from from some of our customers and, and, and you know we're all sort of doing our part to make sure this this uh, grows and this gets uh, uh, bigger yeah that's awesome that's awesome Gerald and <clears throat> you know what I what I recognize a lot about you guys is that you are trying uh, to combine two very very key elements in 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 life and one of them is health and the other one is social health. Um, meaning getting together, making new friends, meeting new people. Um, I always say that right after college, it's harder to, you know, meet new people and, and make new friends. Um, so what I love about you guys is that you guys connect those two things, the social and the health element. Um, and I wonder, like, what, what do you see? I, I, I see you make tons of takes on grassroots sports and and uh, you put lot, lots of comments and, and opinions and good content on that on your LinkedIn and your Twitter page. I, wanna, I wonder what's your take on social fitness? Where is it going uh, eventually? Do you think that um, people are going to be more driven to working out socially than just going to the gym? Or do you see the trend just, you know, complementing... Uh, that side of the equation like how do you see social fitness developing in the next couple of years yeah absolutely um i think you know it's it's um it, that's a great question i think one if you think about where we are today with you know especially sort of heading to, to like that metaverse right where everything is so digital and virtual um how do we sort of balance that with sort of like physical interaction and, 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 and sort of uh, social interactions with each other. And that's where I think Game On really uh, can play a, a tr tremendous role in the future is while everyone is on the metaverse, there's still Game On which, which brings people together in person, right? And um, as much as we, as much virtual, uh, um, as much as we want to go digital and virtual, at the end of the day, we're human beings, man, and we need to be social. We are social beings. We need to be around each other. And one of the most organic ways of being around each other and, and really working together and meeting people is through sports. Like I, I would say I met, I would say 90, 80 to 90% of my friends through sports, right? And just either being in college, playing a basketball court, 
playing together. And then after it's like, hey, you want to go for a beer? Oh yeah, let's go for a beer. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Next thing you know, we're hanging out, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think, and we've, we've sort of seen that with game one as well, where people um, come in, play a game. Hey, I live, in, I live in East London. Hey, I live in East London too. Hey, we should hang out on the weekends. Oh yeah, sure, let's do that. Next thing you know, we're friends, <laughs> you know? Uh, so I think it's this sort of like um, social community that we're trying to build and we're trying to really um, not only help people build out their physical health, but also mental health and how and who they meet. And so I think one of the, my takes on, on LinkedIn was, you know, every every kid needs to uh, play team sports, right? <laughs> or so, so I, it was exactly every parent needs to force their kids to play team sports, yeah. which is very controversial. Uh, but I think my, my, my <laughs> the the reason behind my take is team sport is one of the main things, one of the best things that allows you allows kids to to build this sort of way of getting along with other people, right? If you think about building habits, when you build habits, it's usually better to build habits as a kid than an adult. It's oh, it's very difficult to build new habits as yeah. an adult, right? And so if you can sort of have kids build a habit of being around each other and also Team Sport teaches you about leadership, communication, teamwork, and like I said, you know, being, uh, being able to work with um, other, other kids and other human beings because that's going to be a, a lesson that's going to take you uh, further as an adult, right? When you get into the real world and you have to work with people, people that you may disagree with or people that come from different backgrounds as you, right? Uh, the same yeah. way Jimmy and I met, you know, Jimmy's a guy from Hong Kong. I'm a guy from, you know, a black guy from New York. And how do you guys meet? And everyone's always baffled every time we're like, oh, we're a co-founder. They're like, wait, how do yeah. you guys meet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the fact that, you know, we have this sort of personality or where we can be selfless and be able to work together, you know, regardless of different backgrounds and whatnot, is really what keeps us going. And I think that's what we're trying to build to, in, a, in the grand, grand scheme of, of Game On is, is bring people together, man, and then build this sort of community of, of healthy people. Yeah, I love that. And it, and I can say that it's reflected in the you know marketing efforts and in the content that you put out. So um, kudos to you and kudos to Jimmy for what you guys are building. You know, I'm very bullish on the future of social fitness because I agree uh, the social element and the social skills, as you mentioned, that it develops uh, throughout, you know, playing with others, other people, other backgrounds um, and just, you know, learning how to be around others. That is just huge. That is a, just a huge element that is kind of like being taken away by all the like new social networks and new, uh, you know, everything that goes on online. As you mentioned, the metaverse is coming. And so who knows how much time we're going to be spending online. But what about offline? How about in person? You know, let's not forget forget that we, we, we live in, in, in the in-person world. We're here. We're breathing the, the real Well, we can get into that discussion later around if we're in a simulation or not. But the air is supposed to be real, right? So we're breathing that air. We're here. So let's, you know, figure out how to connect with each other and be there. Um, the last question that I have for you, Gerald, in terms of like a game on active is I remember back then that when when uh, when I had Jimmy on, uh, he was talking a lot, a lot about COVID, how uh, COVID was preventing uh, social interactions and meeting up with people. Um, and that was considered the main threat. Now, COVID is almost over. I mean, it feels like it's fading away. It feels like everyone already had it or is about to have it in the next couple of months and that, you know, it's starting to slow down. So now's the time to like think, okay, how do we scale this? And I wonder you from a product management perspective uh, that you've, you've been working towards it, How do you see it evolving? How do you see it scaling? How do you see it tapping into different uh, cities or different sports 
uh, or different countries. How do you see it moving on from here? And what is the strategy that you guys are, you know, putting in mind, having in mind to execute uh, once you guys have the resources or once, you know, you guys are ready for, for the next step? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Um, I think for, for us, um, the way I see it in terms of strategy, I think we need to start, we need to almost think ourselves at least on, on, on both fronts of, of operate and connect as a, a media company. How, do, how can we sort of turn ourselves into a media company? Because I think that would in turn help us grow as, a, as an app, as a platform. Um, so if you think of like a media company like Overtime or like, you know, Uninterrupted or you know, those kind of companies, if we can sort of build this sort of a story on, in a, as, you know, as a media company and really put push videos out. So if you look at our Instagram, for, for example, we're always posting videos about like our, uh, people playing our, in our games. And, you know, just funny little videos of like people missing layups or, you know, people, you know, dunking or something like that. Right. And this is getting a ton of engagement for people because people love to see stuff, stuff like that. And I'm always getting like, you know, questions from um, uh, from some from customers or potential customers by, hey, where, where do you guys usually play? Or, hey, where is this court? Uh, you know, so we, we I know that's sort of like the, the strategy to really help us grow. It's really sort of to start building ourselves as a media company and sort of grow from that standpoint, uh, which means growing our social media presence, growing our, uh, our, our fan base. And, and that's really been actually having a major impact on the app. Um, there's been a ton of games lately. I uh, you know with, with that sort of strategy, there's been a lot of people putting games on and a lot of players coming in to, to play our game. So I, I think, um, um, that's that's where we certainly one way we can certainly grow, and another way is also raising uh, second round of funding, and that's something that we also plan to do uh, very shortly. Is is, is uh, start raising our second round of funding and and, and really kind of grow from that standpoint. You know, be able to sort of scale to other cities and uh, other countries, etc. Yeah, I'm sure that you want to come in soon. <laughs> you want to you want to bring it to New York. I'm sure that uh, that's uh... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald, man, um, it sounds fascinating. Media is is probably one of the things that I didn't thought about, which is genius actually, because uh, people are spending, you know, their times on the socials and they're looking for better content. You know, me as a content creator, I can tell you how people do value uh, long former content or uh, content that actually teaches them something, you know, um, and that they can learn from it. So content is, I agree with you, it's the future and it's the way um, companies will need to show their value and show also what types of like causes they support like you you call you 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 guys support the social cause the the the, the being there the being being with friends meeting other people uh which is a great cause and um and that that medium you you know through, through media is is the way to communicate that and so i'm excited for it i'm looking forward to it uh, looking forward to all the content that you post that gerald as i mentioned i've been a big fan can't leave this conversation without asking you probably a more personal question gerald And that is the following. Say you uh, you get a um, a billboard on one of the most uh, mm -hmm. frequently used highways in the world. I don't know which one it is. Probably somewhere around China or something. But uh, <laughs> say you have a, a billboard that you can you can put a message, just a quote or a few words or a just a message that's going to be seen by millions of people every day um what would you write on it man that's a great question um i would say you know what it would simply say let's build the healthier community join game on active thank you very much for tuning in 
you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports, make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye-bye.